Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. The epiphany that I had that I had never played Jimi Hendrix on this show until like two weeks ago was a crazy one. You're going to be hearing a lot of Hendrix. If you can't tell, uh, the theme of the day is great virtuoso guitar players. We got things kicked off with some Stevie Ray Vaughan. I think the Hellgate soccer boys had no idea what the hell they were listening to. <laughs> that was pretty fun. We also had a little down by the waterline, a little dire straits, and a little Hendrix for you today, too. So uh, who knows what comes next? Amazing the, uh, the way the Freudian mind works. I didn't even plan on it being great guitar player day. I just heard some Bob Dylan earlier and... Uh, then got to thinking about Jimi Hendrix and then uh, heard all along the watchtower on the trail. And uh, then all of a sudden, here we are. That's the that's the way the manic mind works. Welcome back to Nuana's Now, your favorite music mania show, as well as uh, some sports talk radio here on ESPN, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Appreciate you for hanging out with me, Coulter Nuana's, here on your Thursday Missed anything in the first hour of the show. Fun first hour. Heard from Chris Ball, the head coach of Northern Arizona. Talked some World Series. Also heard from Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies. Uh, heard from a trio of young men from the Hellgate Boys soccer team. Recently won their fourth straight Class AA state championship. And uh, we uh, talked a whole bunch of other college football stuff as well. You can always find it, all of it, on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Got a four-pack of tickets to Grizz Hockey right now. Call us, 406-888-1029. You call us, then you go pick up your tickets at Katie O'Keefe's. This is to Friday night's game against Utah State. Call right now, 406-888-1029. Call right now. We got a four-pack of tickets. Caller number three. Four-pack of tickets, pitcher of beer. You go to Katie O'Keefe's. You get your tickets. You get your beer. You have a great Friday night, 406 406- 888-1029, caller number three for a four-pack of Grizz hockey tickets, courtesy of Katie O'Keefe's in the Stevens Center there, uh, just a couple blocks away from the Glacier Ice Rink. Trade a Palooza all the way around the NFL. Can't believe it. Unreal. And as we're sitting here on a Tuesday recording this, you're listening to it on a Thursday. So if there's anything that's happened Wednesday and Thursday, we'll give you an update. But Tuesday has been a crazy day all the way around the National Football League. Brooks Nuana is joining us here. Uh, our now new addition to our all football all the time, where we talk about NFL, the matchups of the week, uh, as well as the some of the best betting lines, totals, all that sort of stuff is presented by Sportsbet Montana. Check out Sportsbet Montana's app, as well as uh, visit their website. Click on locations. You can find a Sportsbet Montana kiosk at a variety of your favorite establishments around the state of Montana. The rundown here as of this Tuesday, I can't ever really remember a day where there was three uh, 
brand names, so to speak, like three recognizable, three notable players traded in the same day. But uh, TJ Hawkinson, Detroit Lions tight end, who was a former high draft pick, was traded to the Minnesota Vikings. The um, Denver Broncos traded Bradley Chubb to the Miami Dolphins. So huge, uh, huge addition for the Dolphins. And then uh, the Bears, who been unloading everybody earlier, I guess last week they unloaded Robert Quinn. He of 19 sacks a year ago. And then yesterday, uh, that's Monday for those listening on a Thursday, Roquan Smith, a former top 10 pick out of Georgia, also gets traded from the Bears. But then the Bears trade for Chase Claypool from the Steelers. So, I mean, that's just a ton of uh, names. And Brandon Cooks, he still might be traded by the end of the week. There's all sorts of different names uh, floating out there. Uh, the kid from the the Jets has demanded a trade, uh, Elijah Moore, the receiver. And who knows if that's going to happen or not. And then Calvin Ridley sounds like he's out in Atlanta, and he looks like he's going to land himself in Jacksonville as well. So, uh, unbelievable. Jeff Wilson, a former 49er, he's traded to the Miami Dolphins today as well. So, I mean, I'm just scrolling down this docket. This is a crazy amount. But Hutchinson and Roquan Smith, uh, certainly the huge news of the day. Those guys are, are big-time players, and uh, – and Bradley Chubb, too. I mean, Bradley Chubb is a former top 10 pick as well. Pretty crazy that these guys are getting dealt all over the place. Yeah, you oftentimes don't see trades like this in the NFL. You, I mean, you'll see guys move, especially depth pieces, but you don't see, like, full-time, you know, every-down starters, Pro Bowl-style players go at this clip. It's a lot of guys. I mean, Christian McCaffrey just two weeks ago moving from Carolina to over to San Francisco. It's a massive trade. <clears throat> It seems right now that a lot of leagues, professional leagues, the NBA is definitely one of them, and uh, the MLB is a little different because it's not a salary cap league. But um, but the NFL also, they, there's this notion that you you go all in when you think that you have a team and you try to get one championship. And if you squeeze two out of it, that's a pretty good deal. Um, but there was a, a less need um, of the Rams ownership group GM uh, last year after the Super Bowl ceremony infamously said. F those picks. And now you look at where the Rams are uh, at the bottom of the barrel. They might get last in the NFC West. Uh, they're really struggling because um, they have no depth, really top-heavy team. Um, so you kind of see that around the league. Right now, the Eagles have been built out through the draft as well as some some great ac- acquisitions as well as some player development. So the Eagles as well as the Bills, both strong within their foundations. They kind of have longer runs. Um, and then you've got a team like Kansas City who just got Kadarius Toney from the Giants, who's an electric player, Percy Harving Light, for those who don't know Kadarius Toney. Um, you know, maybe in the modern NFL, you could kind of say not the downhill, uh, downfield threat like Tyree Kill, but the line of scrimmage threat um, that Tyree Kill poses is someone like Kadarius Toney. But you see the Chiefs kind of have their roster fall apart and become top-heavy, and they have a guy like Patrick Mahomes that can carry them and maybe even be the best team in the NFL. So the movement is, is I think it's great for the league. I think it's great for fans um, and, you know, some fresh blood, some fresh starts. And I know it's hard to do that in the middle of the year, but here we are. And on that note, it is so wild because I, I've always long thought that I understand why draft picks are valuable. They're valuable not only because of the – 
the fresh start, the young, less miles on the, the commodity that is a player. But also, it costs this way less. Inherently, a guy you're going to be trading is going to be coming up on making more money than the guy you're going to draft to replace him, even if the guy you draft to replace him isn't as good. But I've always found it wild. Like, are you really going to... Like, when Randy Moss was traded for a fourth-round pick, there's just no feasible situation in which you get a guy that's as good as Randy Moss in the fourth round, right? Like, even if you trade first-round picks, are you going to get a guy that's as good as Bradley Chubb? Are you going to get a guy that's as good as... I mean, Rokal Smith's one of the best players in the NFL. You're not going to get a guy that's as good as him. I just find it wild, just the sort of the the, the comprehensive uh, acceptance that uh, what's next is best. And I, I totally get the financial part of it, but it is sort of crazy. I, I get why you'd trade away somebody that's on their last legs, but why? Uh, or even somebody that's maybe uh, – Robert Quinn does make sense to me. He had 19 sacks last year. You don't want to pay him for the 19 sacks next year because he's not going to have 19 sacks again. I get that kind of deal. But, like, a young guy like Bradley Chubb, that's pretty crazy. Ruquan Smith's only been in the league for a couple of years. It just seems very unlikely that whatever pick you get for him is not going to be as good as what Roquan Smith is. It's definitely more of a long-term game. Very rarely in the NFL do teams say, like this offseason, we think that Roquan, Roquan Smith is an amazing player, and we don't want to re-sign him. In fact, not only do we not want to, we're not going to. I trust their evaluation of that player much more than mine getting to see him once a week. Um, it happens with quarterbacks all the time. Jimmy Garoppolo is a great example. Like It is proven around the league that no one wants to pay Jimmy Garoppolo. No one wants him. There's a reason for that. Even though when we watch him play, you're like, this guy's good. He's taking him to Super Bowls, to back-to-back NFC championships. Carson Wentz is another good example. Um, so I, there's a, b- a bit of that. But also, when you do, I think it's so true in the NFL culture at most positions, quarterback is probably the only one that's not, that if you put up the best season of your career, the slope is steep. You know, it's going to go downhill. Um, Jalen Smith for the Cowboys, who now plays for the uh, Giants, Tremendous all-pro linebacker. And his fifth, fourth or fifth year, the you know second year of his second contract, you just know that that's, he's peaked out. He's never going to be the same, even if he's good or even borderline great. You're not going to pay for past performance. So Jalen Smith is going to demand a contract, a new contract on that next go-around that for everything he just did the last three years. Well, that you already paid for what you did for three years. And if you, you can't pay banking and hoping on uh, guys to produce. So I agree with you. There's a lot that goes into it, but I also really like to look at draft picks that or uh, draft picks with for traded players, the same way Coulter. Could you, I don't know, have it in front of me. I think Chase Claypool was a, was maybe a, a third and a fifth. I think it was two picks, maybe a second and a fifth. Um, just a second round pick. Could, could you draft Chase Claypool in the second round in this up? In this upcoming draft, would Chase play Claypool go in the second round? <clears throat> yes, he would. So I like the trade. Yeah, it is. It is fascinating to see, and there is a piece that comes about. I mean, th- that's the part about the NFL. It's all football all the time here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Brooks Nuanas joining me, Coulter Nuanas uh, here, coming to you, recording this on a Tuesday, coming to you on a Wednesday, or excuse me, on a Thursday. Um, there is a part of this too, for better or worse, where. Uh, if you're an NFL GM, you're trying to build a locker room culture, but you're also trying to put together a puzzle. And to put together the puzzle, you have to treat the, the players as commodities, not as humans. 
So there's an element of that too, where you're just you're trying to make the finances fit. So I totally get it. Speaking of finances, let's talk some NFL betting lines. First of all, you had a, a nice week uh, this last week. What did you like? Remind the folks. Brag on yourself a little bit. What were the ones that hit last week? Do you remember? Of course I remember. Um, <clears throat> I hammered the Eagles and Bills in a, in a two-team parlay three different ways. I took them at six and a half, nine and a half, and uh, tw- uh, no, six and a half and nine and a half, and then took them uh, with one extra team. I put in uh, the Ravens on Thursday night. I just, I'm just i going with hot teams, Colter. I build out my, my chart every week, which I call the hot teams, the good teams, the middle teams, and the bad teams. I really like to lean on those good teams, not necessarily hot teams. This week in the hot category, Philly, Miami, Minnesota, and Seattle. I probably won't bet Miami or Seattle on the road. I mean, we'll see. I like both those teams, and I kind of like where they're st- where especially Seattle, um, busy, visiting the Cardinals and uh, two-and-a-half-point dogs. But the good teams are KC, Buffalo, Dallas, and San Francisco. Those are teams I'm leaning on heavily. So I like to kind of just think, all right, if they have a plus matchup, what do the point spreads look like this week? We're going to get into it. There's a ton of really wide, huge spreads, which I'm really surprised by. There's also a, a ton of home dogs this week. Colter, eight of the 13 games are home dogs, which is quite the uh, the number. Um, but, yeah, last week, the Ravens on Thursday night, I really liked that, and I really liked the uh, the Eagles and the Bills. Um, some other things that won, that won me a little bit of money was I had uh, I had the Washington Commanders, which was one of my bets last week that we talked about, um, playing the Indianapolis Colts. Sam Ellinger in his first start for the Colts. Taylor Heineke, a, a proven backup in the NFL for the Commanders. Uh, I really liked that spot for Washington. I, I had them in a, in a money line parlay two different times. I also had them with minus one and a half points, which I lost that bet because they won by one. Ah. But, but still, uh, it was up... Was up. Uh, I I know that the the it's all about units um, in, in the betting world right now. But I'll just tell you, I won four hundred and fifty dollars. Gotta love it. Nuanas now ESPN Radio, all football, all the time. Presented by Sports Bet Montana. Sports Bet Montana has kiosks all around uh, the wide world of Montana. Visit their website, click on locations. You can find a Sportsbet Montana kiosk near you. Also, download the Sportsbet Montana app. Uh, let's look at some of the uh, the trends right now going to the NFL. Uh, first of all, uh, the unders continue to hit. I think that's a trend in the NFL right now. There's a lot of defense. The, it's come back toward the middle. Two weeks ago, it was hitting at 61.5%. Coming back a little bit more toward that 50-50, but... Still, unders are, are. It's usually the trend that the overs are hitting more often than not in the NFL. That's not true this year. But what about some specific teams? Is there anybody that you really like right now? I mean, I think that there's you know the teams that are sort of taking the NFC by storm. The Eagles, the Vikings, and the Seahawks are all pretty nice right now. The Seahawks were a little bit tough to to get on board with at first, but. They're playing nasty defense, and Geno Smith's sweet, and Pete Carroll's a hell of a coach. So, uh, But where are we at with some of the teams that are trending right now? I mean, I like Seattle. They're still kind of hard to bet. Um, so, I mean, personally, I, I really think that uh, that Minnesota is probably the team I'm riding the hardest right now. Um, and, and, Colton, you know that I've retired from betting the Minnesota Vikings two years in a row. I mean, they have lost me so much money by not covering um, in past seasons. This year, they're rolling, man. They get TJ Hawkinson. I'm, I really like that addition. Even though Irv Smith's a great tight end, I think Haw- 
I think Hawkinson's a, a more a higher uh, has a higher ceiling. He's a more elite uh, inline blocker. One of the best combos in the league. I mean, I would argue that he's right there with George Kittle as someone who can block inline as well as be a receiving option. I mean, he is as good at both of those as there really is in the league. Uh, so I think it's a great addition. So I really, really like the Vikings. Um, the team that I'm probably riding the hardest right now is the Dolphins. Um, I think that that's a great addition for Bradley Chubb on the edge. They have a couple different players on defense that I'm just in love with. But offensively, man, you know, they have Tyreek Hill is leading the league in receiving. Joe and Waddle's fourth. Um, the combo of them has the most receiving yards as a pair of as a duo in NFL history through eight games. Uh, that's quite a number. I texted you that Tua Tungabayola had a 96.4% um, PFF ranking. Great. Out of 100. Um, which was the highest in in the modern NFL in, in the history of the modern NFL. It's the highest in the last twelve years. Someone, I think, Aaron Rodgers had ninety six point two, just real behind him about eight or nine years ago. Um, so I love where uh, the Miami Dolphins are. I think that they're absolutely rolling. Um, I think that they're really a tough team to beat. And the other team that I think is um, is pretty fun to bet is is the Niners. I think that the Niners are putting together. They're going to build a lot of momentum. People have stayed away from them just because of the injuries. Um, you know, they've been stacking those up. I think Christian McCaffrey is literally the best fit. It might be the best fit of any offensive player in the league. Him with Kyle Shanahan for the 49ers. So I love everything about what they're building and where they're headed. Um, so you know. I like Seattle, but I still think that they're, they're going to be kind of hard for me to bet uh, every week to week. Though they handled the Giants, I thought that was a pretty impressive win in Seattle. Um, DK Metcalf with a with a bruised patella tendon, which sounds just terrible, um, ended up playing, got some deep shots, didn't haul any of them in. Tyler Lockett had a couple good catches as well. I thought that the Seahawks could have won by thirty, and they still won by fifteen. So um, Seahawks are rolling for sure. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey to the Niners is just unbelievable. Uh, you know, as a football fan and somebody that just loves great run games, I love it. As a fantasy football player who, in, in a, one of our leagues, uh, one of our nemesises, one of our staunch, most staunch competition, he had Christian McCaffrey. And I was texting him on Sunday, our buddy Stu. I was like, man, you so lucky, man. You get you get a dude who's already going to be productive no matter what. He gets traded to the best offense he could possibly go to. Dude's just going to score 25 points every single week for the rest of the season as long as he doesn't get hurt. It's, un- it's crazy. It's such a good fit. It's exactly what they've been needing. So the Niners are certainly a team that could be trending up here uh, in just a little while. You mentioned the home dogs. I always think that's an interesting line uh, to analyze in the NFL. And this week... Uh, there's eight home dogs. The Texans, the Lions, the Falcons, the Jets, the Commanders, the Jaguars, the Bears, and the Saints. None of those teams are any good besides the Falcons and the Jets, really. But what do you think of the uh, the home dogs? Any one of those have your intrigue? They do. Well, I mean, I thought a couple of them were interesting. I think Miami at Chicago. Miami just went to Detroit, and the game closed at four and a half. And they're at going to Chicago, and it's five and a half. So the Vegas is saying that the Bears are worse than Lions. It's like I don't, I don't think that's true. Better uh, Detroit over Chicago. Chicago is a as you know five and a half is a pretty high number. The, the Lions would have covered that this week. They lost by four. The game closed at four and a half. Vegas is saying the Bears are worse than the Lions. That's that seems crazy to me. Um, the other one is as I do my guesses before to kind of gauge the game, as I've mentioned in past weeks. And the Chargers traveling to Atlanta, who's the uh, first in their division, and the Chargers are two and a half point dogs or two and a half point favorites. Home dogs for the Falcons, who are again first in their division, have won uh, three of the last four games. <laughs> 
they have such a challenging offense to deal with because it's so smash mouth. Cordell Patterson is expected this back back this week at running back. I've liked the Falcons. I've bet them a lot this year. They covered the first six weeks, almost covered against the Browns um, in that week, in the seventh week, and then they win last week. Uh, and don't quite cover, but they still they still take care of business against the Panthers at home. So those were two that stood out to me. I don't really see why the Chargers would be favorites with what they've put together so far this season. The Chargers, I heard, have the easiest record uh, to date in the NFL. And they're one of the most disappointing teams. With the easiest record, it's only going to get harder from here. All football, all the time, presented by Sports Bet Montana. Appreciate Sports Bet Montana for their continued uh, support of us here at Nuanas Now. The Chargers are just so fascinating. They just can't seem to find their footing. Justin Herbert just seems to have no help, but yet they are, you know, you mentioned sort of an easy schedule. They're still four and three, though. I mean, they're still not the. Uh, the Raiders, <laughs> the most disappointing team in the AFC. Let's go through the lines here. Philadelphia's at Houston. Philly's a 13.5-point favorite. That's a, a huge number. Indianapolis is at New England, 5.5-point favorite for the Patriots at home. Uh, Detroit's home dogs, plus 2.5 against Green Bay. Atlanta's home dogs, plus 2.5 against the Chargers. Jets are home dogs plus 12 and a half against the Bills. Bills are very good, but the Jets have been good this year. I don't know about that. The uh, Washington Commanders are three and a half point dogs at home against the Vikings. The uh, Panthers are eight and a half point, or excuse me, Cincinnati is eight and a half point favorites at home against a visiting Carolina team. The Jags, two and a half point dogs against the Raiders uh, at home. Yuck. And then uh, Chicago, five-and-a-half-point dogs against Miami. We'll get to some of the others. Uh, and then the afternoon game, Seattle at Arizona. Seahawks, two-and-a-half-point underdogs, surprisingly. And uh, the Rams at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, a two-and-a-half-point favorite as well. I don't. I think those last two I just named, Seattle straight up is better than Arizona. And the Rams, Tampa Bay, I'd just stay away from that one because those two teams are a mess. Yeah, only two afternoon games. It's gonna be brutal. I mean, there's, I mean, there's six teams on by this week. It's a weird week. I would definitely double check kind of what you're betting here. I think that Minnesota traveling to Washington, I think, could be a trap game. I just think that that's like a game you could just slip up and accidentally lose um, seventeen to twenty. Um, I, I, I think those afternoon games. I think Seattle's uh, should be. A, I guess them to be the favorite against the Cardinals. They're rolling, but. Just home field advantage for the Cardinals. Don't get that. And the L.A. versus Tampa Bay, uh, we saw that great playoff game last year. Uh, Both these teams are a shell of themselves. I think I would just stay away from that. Washington's good at home, and Ron Rivera's a good coach. And Washington's good on defense, too. I I shouldn't say Washington's good at home because Washington's just not very good. But they are tough, if that makes sense. Like, I... The Commanders, I mean, they're 4-4, four and four, and that's a lot better than people thought they were going to be this year. And they have first-round draft picks all across there. We were talking about this on the phone yesterday when we were driving around yapping at each other. I mean, when you got the, that, the dudes they got on their front seven because of how often they've been slotted early in the draft, you're going to be you're going to, you're going to make it tough on teams for sure. I also just wonder, the Vikings, you know, they're good. And I think that they're also playing above their heads. I think the Vikings and the Giants are the two teams that are playing above their heads more than any other teams. Like, are they going to be playoff teams? I think I think that the the Giants could, and I think the Vikings will be. The fact that the Packers stink really helps the Vikings. But 
the Vikings also aren't going to just go 16 and one. <laughs> like they're going to slip up here or there or somewhere. And, you know, so I would, I would probably stay away from uh, that Washington game. The other game in the morning slate, the bills are the best team in the NFL. I think they're the most complete team in the NFL. Uh, I, well, they're the best team in the AFC, I should say. The, the Eagles are really good as well. I'm still actually think the Bills are better than the Eagles, though, because Josh Allen's more proven than Jalen Hurts at this point. And I think the Bills are better on defense than the Eagles, just slightly. That said, the Bills on the road in New York, man, I might pick the Jets to cover that one at home. Twelve and a half is a lot, and the Jets are pretty good. Yeah, if you can, you know, I buy that down to nine and a half and feel pretty comfortable there. Um, but. I do think the Bills will win by a touchdown all of, but I agree. I mean, if if Zach Wilson plays a little bit better, um, the the Jets have a lot of talent, and the Brees Hall injury at running back is a, is an issue. You know, it's it's going to be challenging. I think that when Zach Wilson comes back and you lose Brees Hall, and you kind of got worse at quarterback and worse at running back in some ways. And so I don't I don't love what the Jets are doing right now. They do, I, I think Robert Sala has actually done really a great job in his second year of, of building some more culture. And they, they have established identity. They walk around like, they, like tough guys, which is how the Jets are going to have to win. But I think Buffalo's shortcomings against Green Bay on Sunday night, Coulter, uh, 10, they win by 10. Uh, 27 to 17, 10 and a half point favorites. They don't cover against the Packers. Don't play generally all that well. I think the Packers probably felt pretty good about only losing by 10 and not not getting completely blown out. So I think that at some point, the way the Bills are kind of wired and the way Josh Allen is wired, I think they're, they're kind of pour on the cold people to kind of make a point, uh, especially with the way Philly's playing. So I could see that the Bills racking that up. I'd probably stay away, but I agree. 12 and a half is an enticing line um, kind of in general. I think that there's a couple lines that if I had to call out a couple of my favorites here, Coulter, of what we've gone through, is I really like uh, Green Bay at Detroit. Um, at some point, Aaron Rodgers is not going to get the finger pointed at him, and he's not going to get made fun of on the playground. Like At some point, Aaron Rodgers is going to just lay it on the table. And I think I read something that he's like 13-1 and one against the Lions the last like seven years or whatever. I think that this is might be a get-right game for them. I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to flex some muscle at some point. Two and a half points, I really like that on the road. Um, as I mentioned, I kind of like Atlanta at home against the Chargers. And then we, if you bop down all the way down to Sunday night, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are 12.5-point favorites against the Titans. Um, I'm not really sure what that line looks like, but I kind of think the same for Patrick Mahomes. He's going to keep flexing. I think that there's the Eagles... The Chiefs and the Bills are all so even right now as far as their dominance in the NFL that it's going to start to become like, what does it actually look like, though? And I think that there's going to be some 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 serious flexing on on some teams. So that 12.5 is a lot. Malik Willis is the point. Um, he started last week for the Titans, and if he starts again at quarterback, third-round draft pick from Liberty, um, I, I think that that could be some challenging um, times for the, for the Tennessee Titans. Um, so... Not saying I'm taking twelve and a half, but if I can get that line down a little bit lower, um, I would certainly do so because I do think the Chiefs are rolling. I mean, Tennessee can run the ball so well, and they're good on defense. And I get that they have a young quarterback, and I also get the Chiefs are lighting it up, and they also are trying to make a statement to everybody that they are back and that they are still the team to beat in the AFC and all of it. But uh, twelve and a half is a lot. Monday Night Football, Baltimore at New Orleans. Uh, I just can't stand how volatile the Saints are. They just have no identity without Drew Brees and Sean Payton. It's weird. Uh, Baltimore has been so frustrating to bet and to watch this year. 
But I think it's very clear that they're trying to make moves. They're getting several guys defensively off injured reserve. They traded for Roquan Smith. So uh, Baltimore maybe is a team to watch rise uh, this upcoming week. All football all the time here on Nuanas Now. Uh, anything else, Brooks, before we let you go? My two favorites that are kind of outside these traditional lines is to parlay these teams together, is to buy them all the way down to the bottom. So we're talking overs and unders here. So you can buy these points down so they make sure and get over that total score or buy them up to make sure that it, that total line is relatively high and those teams are under that line. Chargers at Falcons, Seattle at Arizona, and Baltimore at New Orleans. Buy those all down by six points. You're getting 42, 43, 40 total points plus 165. I'll put 20 bucks on that, I bet. Um, and I really like Indianapolis at New England. We're going to get this under. 48 Las Vegas at Jacksonville Vegas just went and played a goose egg they scored zero I think the Jags are good for 20 and I think that the the the, uh the Raiders are good for 24 at best you know we're talking 44 points you can buy that all the way up to 54 points I like that right there and then the Rams at the Bucks I could see that game ending three to zero maybe three to two Maybe like maybe five to nine. I could see Rams at Bucks. Buy that all the way up to forty nine and a half points. Those three parlayed together for one seventy four. Um, I like that for twenty bucks also. All football all the time presented by Sportsbet Montana. You can find it every Thursday during the five o'clock hour here on Nuanas. Now you can also find Brooks Nuanas, our NFL contributor, as well as our Big Sky Conference analyst. You can find him on the Big Sky Breakdown Podcast, SkylineSportsMT.com. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, NFL is already in week nine. It's halfway over, but I'm going to ride this lightning as long as I can. Got to get back on top. Darn close with the bankroll. Just barely below 500 on the season, so I expect a big week. Got to love it. We'll be back next Thursday. This is Nuanas Now. Keep on listening. We'll be back right after this. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Radio. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Grizz Hockey tonight exclusively on the ESPN MT app. We'll have the World Series here on ESPN Radio. And if you're not going to the Grizz Hockey game and you uh, need a place to watch it on the ESPN MT app, can always go to Buffalo Wild Wings, just right across the street from us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. UM Hockey Team takes on Weber State tonight, 8 p.m. If you didn't get tickets, go watch at Buffalo Wild Wings. They'll be streaming all the home and away hockey games at Buffalo Wild Wings. You can sit back, have some wings and beer, and watch the UM Hockey Team dominate uh, on the ice. Our high school coverage rolls on here on Nuanas Now. And uh, we're happy to be joined now by Kalispell Glacier senior quarterback, Gage Slider. A guy we've talked about quite a bit because he's been putting up great numbers all year long. But his first appearance here on ESPN Radio. Gage, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? 
I'm great. Thanks for having me today. Excited to be here. Yeah, cool, man. Well, first and foremost, just take us through your season because we've had Coach Grady Bennett on a couple times so far this year, and uh, your Kalispell Glacier season this year so interesting because you guys had the the gauntlet right in the middle where you basically played the three best teams in the state at the time uh, that you played them. And then you come back out on the other side, and you guys have been rolling here these last couple of weeks. So just take us through the schedule. What's it been like, uh, especially just how challenging the Western AA was this year? You know, we knew that going into the season that each week was going to be a was going to be a dogfight the whole entire year with the non-conference and the conference games. And it's just been a fun ride to kind of see what this team is all about, what we're all about at Glacier. And we, we feel like we, we had a tough stretch there. We lost three straight, but we know that we, we know right now that we could have won all three of those games just a couple things went a little different so we're excited going now we won four four straight i believe and going to the playoffs now with bozeman this week when you do i mean 38 31 against sentinel 35 27 against capital and then a real heartbreaker 24 21 against selling a high when you get to that third straight one and you know you're right there and you, you couldn't quite get through what's it take to stay confident how are you guys able to do it because now like you said now you hear you guys are on a four-game winning streak you know you just have to you just have to kind of go into it is just kind of flush what had happened in the past and we all we all knew that we were just right there we just need a couple more things to go our way and you know we're kind of a young team and we just kind of figured had to figure things out a little bit which we know that we were young but we we know that a couple of couple things that if a couple things went different each one of those games it's a totally different outcome and so going into coming out of those games, we knew that we had all the pieces that we needed to go make a run, and we're excited to be excited to go try to get after it. Gage Slider joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Gage is the uh, leading passer in the state of Montana so far this year, throwing for almost 300 yards per game for the Glacier Wolfpack, 35 touchdown passes during his senior year. So just tell us about your offense, because I know that when we taught to Coach Bennett in uh, the preseason back in August, he was very excited about specifically you and the skill guys around you. And it seems like you have a lot of weapons. So uh, what sort of things are you guys doing offensively that's really been able to help you put up these numbers and score so many points? Well, I think the biggest thing that we're trying to do offensively is we're trying to spread the ball around so it's tougher for teams to really game plan us. You know, we have I think we have double-digit amount of guys that have caught touchdown passes or counted for a touchdown which is awesome because you don't see, I don't know how many teams in the AA have, have double digit numbers of guys have scored, if any, other than us. So that's just super exciting to know that there's guys all across the board that can make plays. And then I think I don't think the big guys up front are given, getting enough credit. You know, our guys up front, I think we've rushed for, we rushed for 200, I think almost 200 last week and then 300 the week, 350 the week before. So it's, it's awesome to see those guys up front putting in, putting in work and, We've had you know a few games this year with no sacks, which is just awesome. Just drop back to know that those guys up front are battling, and the guys around here are making plays. So it's awesome playing in the Glacier offense. We had uh, Jake Randina on the show a couple times last year, and he was uh, just such a bruiser there at running back for Glacier. What's the adjustment been like? Because I know you guys have done it a little bit more by committee, but you've been prolific in the run game as well. But when you have a guy like him, you can kind of just lean on him. So how has the offense adjusted since he's uh, moved on and now over at Navy uh, using his talents at the Division One level? Yeah, so, you know, last year it was super fun playing with a guy like Jake because he just, he just brought that toughness and that edge to him that you didn't see out of many guys. But I feel like this year we've, we've been we've been faster all across the board. You know, we've we've... We haven't been 
I don't know. I don't know if you'd say we haven't been running the ball as much as we've been running the ball for just for bunches of yards each game. So it's just it's. I think we've just kind of been spreading the ball more and just doing so many different things out of with the backs with Jackson Cash and Kobe with how diverse each one of those guys is. I mean, each one of those guys can do so many different things. So I think you know transitioning from Jake to what we have now is just. It's just totally different with the speed and not as much power necessarily as what we had last year. Gage Slider joining us here on Nuanas Now. Kalispell Glacier senior quarterback, the Wolfpack, have won three, four in a row, excuse me, uh, especially after last week's 31 nothing win over Billings Senior in the first round of the Class AA playoffs. So just take us through the effort last week, Gage. I mean, what sort of things did you guys do well, and uh, what was it like playing in a playoff game? Because it sort of takes a different mentality. You know, last week, it was kind of it was it was awesome because you know our offense we we didn't come out and play play quite how we wanted to but our defense sure I mean they they stepped up man just going playing against a good offense like that and give a pitching a shutout and I think it was something crazy like they had four four first downs until that last their last drive and you know pitch, pitching a shutout it's always nice to know and if the offense quite isn't rolling, but the defense is on it. And then, you know, we started to run the ball and started to pick up in the second half and started the second half with a seven-and-a-half-minute touchdown drive that just really just kind of bruised on them and went down the field and then scored on the next two possessions. We scored on all three drives in the second half. So, you know, it was a, it was a complete effort by the whole team. We ran the ball really well. Defense played amazing. Special teams did, did a heck of a job, too. So that's always really nice to know. We'll talk about this week then. You guys got a big matchup against the Eastern AA champions, the Bozeman Hawks. They've won seven in a row after they started 0-2. Uh, so what's the prep been like so far? I know as we record this, it's only a Tuesday, so you're probably just diving into Bozeman. But what have you seen out of the Hawks so far? You know, we, we know that Bozeman over the past over the past years, they're always a dominant program in the AA. And you always you can never count them out, you know, with that, with that early 0-2 start they had. But they played two of the best teams in the state of Montana and Sentinel and Capital. And then they went on that big streak. And, you know, they're they're a really great team. They have a, a solid defense with got athletes all across the board and a great offense with with a, with a couple guys leading that charge. And it's it's going to be a great challenge for us this week. And we're excited to go. We're excited to go do it. You know, they're a great team, but we feel like we can compete with them. What will be the keys for Glacier if you're going to stay hot and keep on moving on? You know, I think we just got to keep keep playing together and keep playing how we know how to play in the Wolfpack way. You know, every every day is a every day is a day to get better, and each week it's a faceless opponent. You know, just go play play one way and play our way. And I think that's what we're going to do, and just kind of stick together and play hard. Gage Slider, Kalispell Glacier senior quarterback, the Wolfpack take on Bozeman in the Gallatin Valley. On Friday night, 7 p.m. kickoff. Gage, it's been really fun following you guys all year, and thanks for taking some time. Best of luck on Friday. Yep, thank you, Coulter. It was great, great talking to you today. Great kid. It's always fun. This this uh, happens every once in a while. It actually happens in high school sports kind of a lot because we talk so much about so many different athletes, and then we usually feature a couple each week as interview subjects and feature a lot of coaches as well. But it's fun when you talk about a young man like we have pretty much every week here because he's put up such great numbers. The It's fun when you get to catch up with him, though, and actually get to talk to him. So thanks to Gage Slider for joining us from Kalispell Glacier. What's going on tomorrow? We'll let you know, plus some more details on the bingo. Come hang out with me, 7 to 9, down at the Zach. I'll tell you more right after this. You want us now, ESPN Radio.
Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What a good song. What a righteous title, too. Thanks to all the engagement today. You guys really like the music. Had our uh, greatest guitar player of all time uh, debate. Thanks for all the texts and the calls. And uh, thanks to everybody that called in and engaged with all the Grizz Hockey stuff as well. Grizz Hockey has three games this weekend, including last night. Uh, excuse me, tonight. Fr- I'm, I'm all mixed up. I don't even know what day it is. I haven't known what day it was since Tuesday. Today's Thursday. They have a game against Weaver State tonight. Then they play Utah State tomorrow night and Saturday night down there at the Glacier Ice Rink. So uh, we'll have more tickets for you tomorrow. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. And the ESPN MT app. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, for any and all of the show, like you always do. If you missed anything in today's show, fun show. Talk some World Series. Heard from Chris Ball, the head coach of Northern Arizona. His squad hosts Montana State on Saturday. Heard from Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies. Had Henry Pierce, Julio Steyer, and Luca Musco from the Hellgate soccer team in studio with us. They just won the uh, state championship at the AA level for the fourth year in a row. Brooks Duanas, SkylineSportsMT.com, and our NFL uh, betting aficionado. He joined us to talk about some picks, some spreads, some over-unders, all that stuff. And Gage Slider, the senior quarterback for the Kalispell Glacier Wolfpack, also uh, stopped on by. All of it, all they want is now podcast, probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Nuan is now podcast available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Tomorrow, Garden City Spotlight caught up with Dane all over today. Going to give Todd Hughes a buzz in the morning. Wasn't able to squeeze Coach Hughes in from Missoula Loyola uh, earlier today, but uh, they have a long bus trip over to Shepherd, so we'll catch up with Coach Hughes tomorrow as well. So we'll hear from him on Nuan is now. Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports will join us. A guy who spent a long time in the Big Sky Conference, Paul Wolf. He's the offensive line coach at Cal Poly, but was formerly the head coach at Eastern Washington and also spent some time at Sac State. He'll join us as well. So a ton of fun stuff. We'll also get you all the way set up for the high school slate uh, of football and otherwise. It's district divisionals, rather, volleyball across the state of Montana uh, this upcoming weekend as well. The Western AA divisionals are here in Missoula, both uh, Big Sky and Hellgate are hosting uh, the Western AA Divisionals for, for high school volleyball. So we're getting to be that time of year. Paul Sports, uh, I don't want to say winding down because it's more like cranking up, but uh, we'll have plenty of coverage for you here uh, at Nuanas Now. Right after the show, I'm going to race over to downtown, going to uh, head on over to the Zoot Town Arts and Community Center. That's the Zach in the heart of downtown. Bingo night. 
for a good cause. Big brothers and big sisters, I'll be calling out the numbers on the balls and uh, sort of emceeing the event, as it were. I'm actually so nervous. Tactile, you find folks, the millions upon millions around the world every single day here on the radio, but uh, it's just a different deal. This is outside the comfort zone. Good practice. That's why they make you take public speaking when you're a kid. Um, but if you need something to do, you want to hang out with me, you want to hang out with us, 7 to 9, down to Zach. 25 bucks will get you in the door. And uh, snacks and drinks. And there's a raffle and some auction items. And it's all for a good cause. All the money staying in Missoula for the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters Western Montana chapter. They're based in Kalispell, but they have a new branch here in Missoula. And so um, really impactful for the kids and uh, a worthwhile cause. If you want something to do, Come on down, 7 p.m., 7 to 9, at the Zach. Win some prizes and uh, have a little fun. Hang out with me. Uh, I'll see you down there, maybe. We'll be back at it tomorrow here on Nuanas Now, 4 to 6 p.m. with a full slate. Until then, have yourself a wonderful Thursday night and be good. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of the Advocates If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, It's all we practice. Uh, You're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 MontanaAdvocates.com.